Hello and welcome to Podcast Sands End. This is the show where I want to start a clothing line but don't know how, so I call people who do. Today on the phone we've got Christina and David from Lost Cruces Clothing Co., a clothing company that's making its mark in the little city of Lost Cruces, New Mexico. They just launched, but both of them have a ton of wisdom and some crazy experiences to go along with it. I am so excited to share all of that with you, so let's get right into it. Episode 11, let's do it. Hey, how's it going? Great, how are you? Good. Uh, what is your name? Who am I talking to? Um, so my name is Christina. Um, I'm one half Las Cruces. and I am David. I am the other half. Well, Christina and David, thank you so much for uh, joining me on Podcast Sands End. Yeah, Absolutely. I'm excited. I'm excited. I think I might have to binge. I know, seriously. After this. That'd mean a ton. Hey, if you listen and you hear something and you have like any comments or questions or even if you would like want to be connected with someone and or you have critiques and you think that something could be better about the show, I am down for, for all of the above. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. So I guess let's start with uh, you two as, as people, as individuals. What is your... Your what's your story? And either one of you can start. But you said uh, you were in media. Yeah. Well, um, uh, as far as like the conception of the company, we have our own separate like kind of turning into a production company. I guess we can call it a production company. Yeah. Uh, by the name of Cut Above the Average, and we started that um, like half a year into our uh, relationship. We're dating, by the way. Cool. <laughs> and. Um, so we just kind of started this thing where we, it was mainly just like photography, um, like travel, like diaries essentially. And then, uh, we started making like YouTube videos and just like these kind of like, we started like kind of a docu-series by the name of existence. Nice. Now we're kind of making tutorials, but we're trying to break away from that now and start doing like, I know this is about cut up with the average, but, (laughs) but (laughs) we want to start doing like our own, like actual, actual productions essentially. But while we were doing that, um, we had grown to, well, initially we live in Las Cruces, New Mexico. Okay. Comes from, um, and we had initially decided that we wanted to leave. Like we were like, this isn't the place for us. We want to move on to bigger and better things. And we wanted to move to Denver, but quickly we realized that like in the process of trying to save that, like, that was probably not going to be for a while. And in that time we had learned to find the beauty in our own, like, I mean, we had already had our own appreciation for our city, but it was magnified when we realized that we weren't like stuck, we were kind of choosing to stay. And so therefore we decided to create this apparel that connected to all these people in our area that would give them something to kind of represent like where they're from. And that's not necessarily the whole message. Yeah. But that's like the story of how we got started. Okay. Very cool. Was the kind of choice to make a, not obviously the switch, but I guess the addition from production uh, to apparel, 
Did you have any background in that area or was this just kind of like, here's an idea, let's do it and see what happens? Well, um, when we were doing Cut Above the Average, there was, a, or not when we were, but we, we're still doing it, of course. But sure. When we were starting out with that, we had decided to make our own merchandise. And instead of going through with a, um, a distributor, we decided to make our own clothes. So even though at that point we didn't know too much other than what our friends over at Oregon Mountain had showed us, we just decided we wanted to make our own stuff. By the way, Oregon Mountain is someone else that you should definitely have on this podcast. All right. Uh, is that uh, or Oregon? They're Oregon Mountain Outfitters. They're in Las Cruces as well, but they are uh, another clothing company in our town. Um, they they helped us out a lot with just kind of figuring out what we were doing and how to do it a little bit better. Um, they were a big inspiration for Cut Above the Average and for Las Cruces, and they helped us making our own merchandise and then eventually going into Las Cruces and doing that. Very cool. So your background, I guess, is in media? Is that what you studied or how did that start, I guess? So both uh, David and I, we had both kind of grown up just always being into it. We always were kind of making our own little short films and our own little silly videos. Yeah, David was really into photography. And just as a kid, I know I was always, what whatever it was, I always loved technology, whether it was computer programming, video games, like video making, photography, animation, anything like yep. I loved it. Um, so when we met and we came together, we kind of just put all of our talents together to like show to each other and to the world kind of what we can both do with what we have. Yeah. And we did both actually go to go to college for a little bit both studying film, I think, right? I went for business, but I wasn't having a good time. <laughs> Well, yeah, I was actually in for, ooh, I think I started with computer programming and then I switched to graphic design. But in my time in college, I did spend a lot or take a lot of classes that had to do with filmmaking or editing or just along those lines. And it was just always kind of something we both were passionate about. Yeah. And as far as me, like I, when I was a lot younger, I took like one or, well, I took one media class like in middle school. Yeah. And I got moved into the advanced program in like eighth grade and the teacher I had had like a good relationship with, but then there was this whole like story where I was obviously like inspired by this class yeah. and I wanted to like make my own YouTube channel with my friends. So we did. And we like started posting videos and there was one video that was taken like on school property that he wasn't like too fond of. And he like played it in front of the class, embarrassed us and then also kicked us out of his class. Oh, and so yeah, so that, like, kind of deterred me from doing anything creative for a long time. Yeah. Until, like, towards the end of high school when I finally moved to Las Cruces, which is another reason why, like, I we wanted to do something, kind of, like, repaying or, like, paying tribute to this town that has, like, helped us grow into who we are now. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And it sounds like, I guess, all of the experiences that you've had, even, like, the business courses that you didn't love too much, have kind of helped lead up to where you are now, doing this production company thing and doing this apparel thing, like, you know, graphic design business, like it's all kind of, it works. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, even like, uh, this is going to be a little bit of a humble brag. <laughs> Do it. I, it's just because, um, there's, if there's one thing that I 
feel like I, the reason that I went in for business is because I knew I wanted to do stuff like this. Yeah. And so kind of on my own time, I would study like, like marketing tactics and stuff like that. And so that was kind of another reason why I wanted to start Las Cruces mm. is to see like how large we could like get this idea, how many people we can get to resonate, get it to resonate with. And so we, um, had initially created the account. It was brand new. It was fresh and like no one had really known about it. Yeah. And then we made one post. I was like, I took, I, I studied for like one section on viral marketing. Let's see if I know what I'm doing. Right. And we created a post that was like, I mean, obviously we, we, we needed models to like showcase our stuff. Yeah. At the time we were seeing like, um, what, what are they called? The, um, the well, no, they were, oh, mock-ups. We're using like mock-ups of our, mm. kind of like our design to showcase what we were going to produce because it wasn't like a hundred percent there yet. We right. just wanted to make sure that people would be behind this idea. And so they happened to be, and we ended up growing like Las Cruces over the course of two, was it two weeks? Yeah. Yeah. In the course of two weeks, we got it to like 2000 followers and we were, I know it's kind of gross to talk about that. But, like, we were very proud and, like, very surprised that, like, in such a small town, like, people actually cared enough about, like, this local clothing company that was representing something that they could adhere to. Right. And it was just a good experience. Yeah. That's wild, too. It's, like, 2,000 followers for a clothing company that, at the time, almost didn't exist, like, in the way that it does now. Yeah. Well, it basically didn't exist. Like, we just had the, you know, like, we had bought the screens and stuff like that, but we hadn't even, like made or burned them yet we just had the ideas yeah. and the design and it was just a matter of showing like trying to get people out of that idea of like uh, i'm not sure if you're super familiar with our town but people take our town as a a place where you get trapped and you can't it's hard to leave and mm. there's really nowhere to go and we we're trying to take that idea and flip it into like look at everything you can do here look at all the beauty there is like these aren't just t-shirts with designs on them these are things that like we want you guys to feel something for and right. to learn to let it down yeah. and it was crazy how many people like came out and were telling us like thank you for what you guys are doing like i'm glad like people are coming to our town and showcasing its beauty there were just so many people that were so appreciative that there was something to represent their city in a in a positive way yeah it sounds like a lot of people came to the same conclusion as both of you did. Like, oh, maybe we should leave. But then, like, actually, this town is really beautiful and we kind of enjoy it here. <laughs> well, that's essentially, like, I think it's about time that we, like, get to what the actual message behind the clothes is. And that's that's kind of what it is, is that we were we were having this, it was kind of a debate, like, in making the actual clothing line. Like, when we were making the clothing line, we had a name and I had, like, kind of a look that I was going for. Yep but the message wasn't a hundred percent clear. Like we didn't really know how to make people care. And we kept thinking to ourselves, like, why would anybody, like we already have this big, massive clothing company in our town, which is Oregon mountain. And like, why would anybody care about a newcomer? Like what's going to make them resonate with us as opposed to like Oregon mountain who already is showcasing like the beauty of this town. Yep. And what it came down to was like, well, why not? Like if they're the only one and this town is like, it's not terribly small, but it's like, it's somewhere between like a large town and like a small city. Yeah. And so 
in that way, we were like, there's endless opportunities here. Because you could go to L.A. and try and do whatever you wanted there. Yeah. Probably, and you might make certain connections that will help blow you up. But I feel like it's, especially in today's, like in, in this day and age, it's way easier to make it where you are and not have to like leave and kind of force it out of somewhere else. Right. And that's what we're going for. Is like, though we are a small town, like you can definitely do whatever you want here and not have to leave and you don't have to like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. What am I trying to say? You don't have to go to LA. You don't have to go to New York. You don't have to change everything you can. And I feel like the local impact is something you wouldn't get in LA or New York. Exactly. Is in the, yeah, that's that. And it's really cool. Like to hear that the, uh, Oregon Mountain like helped and they weren't like, Oh, uh, we're the only ones and we like to keep it that way, but they're willing to spread the love. And that just kind of speaks to the community that is already there. And, uh, yeah, it was really well, interesting too, because would, there were a lot of people that were, um, trying to pit us against them and trying yeah. to say like, Oh, these are your, your rivals. And <laughs> you Thing like Oregon Mountain and like well, I, I'm glad good. you guys are so different from these people and like they're awful like there were so many people just messaging us and commenting on our on our posts and things like that just like either bashing us or bashing them and trying to put us against each other and then they just like got to a point where we we're just like no like we love them but they're doing their own thing and right. we're not competing in any way they're just another amazing clothing company in town that has inspired a lot of people and that's the thing is that like what i've noticed in this town is that like a lot of people give them that like what am i saying like that air if you know what i'm talking about Mm. like when you go and talk to the people who actually like run the company especially the owner who is a really cool guy yeah that's helped us out like tremendously like we've said um he's not at all like, Oh, I'm very successful and I like do this and I'm better than you because of this. Like right. he's just super, he's a really down to earth guy that's willing to help everybody. But like everybody that he recommends us to, to like help us like do our own thing, such as local printing companies. Yeah. <laughs> um, they don't want to work with us. Yeah. They only want to work with them because like, obviously they're the biggest one. So it's like everybody else treating them like they're like putting them on this high pedestal, but like, as a company themselves, they're like, no, that's not what we're about. And I just thought that that was so interesting because that's kind of like an aspect of business that you like would only really experience if you were to do something like this. Right. That like, it's not always a competition. Right. No, absolutely. Yeah. There's enough to go around for everyone. <laughs> absolutely. Especially. And like I'm saying, especially in a small town, but like a lot of people don't see it that way. They're like, Oh, it's a small town. So therefore, <laughs> I yeah. need all of it. Yeah. There's only enough for me. Right, right, right. And that's that that's just destructive to them. But it's cool that y'all yeah. can coexist and hopefully people see that and even are inspired by that relationship uh between both businesses. So I guess I'm curious, uh what was the launch date or what was it a month or two ago? Or it was was it 2017 or 18 that y'all launched officially? It was it was this year. It was a month, like an, a month and a half ago. Yeah, it was April 1st that we launched, but we started um, building our following and advertising and kind of showing what we had. Like two weeks before that. 
Well, uh, <laughs> it, was like three, it was around the beginning of March. It was like well, the first it was week of the March. The first post was on March 9th. That was the initial like models needed right. post that like, kind of went viral and had everybody come and follow us. Okay, so that sounds like a relatively quick uh, move from uh, first post to launch. Can y'all tell me about, yeah. I guess, what went behind the launch? Uh, a lot of tears. <laughs> not a lot of sleep. Yeah. Um, mainly that was it. Um, I don't know how long of a response you want, but I will try and keep it concise. And Cena can also add her. Uh, Cena short for Christina. I'm sorry. Not everyone knows that. <laughs> no worries. Um, uh, so essentially, we had made the first post. Yep. And we hadn't ordered shirts. We had only had the designs and a couple mock-ups that we made. Yep. And then we had set this off, and the post picked up a lot more traction than we were, like, counting on. Right. Because I had told Christina in the car, like, the like a couple of days prior before making the post, like we were getting everything ready. We had the designs, we were working on the website already and we had had this idea and the Instagram account. And I had told her like, my goal is like 300 people before launch. And we had hit 300 like within the first day. Wow. And it was like, it really just kind of blew our minds that so many people were like super attached to this idea. Or if, even if it wasn't the idea, just like the fact that there was going to be, some type of, of apparel that will like help them s- show support to their hometown. Right. Which is beautiful. And I think that that is probably a good like takeaway from this conversation that we're having to anybody who's like trying to learn about like what makes a t-shirt success, like, or not even t-shirt, just like a fashion mm. company successful is that people want to buy what they believe in and not just what kind of, of a mixture between the two because that's a lesson that we learned with cut above the average is we were just essentially making merch but we weren't we still kind of aren't like anybody and so no one bought it because there was nothing behind it except for supporting us right but when you throw in like we believe that anybody from this town can make something of themselves and like you're all amazing and you can do whatever you want then everyone's like that's something that i can absolutely get behind and i want to support this thing yeah. But ultimately helped us. And sorry about that tangent. <laughs> hey, no worries. No worries. It's just kind of like a lesson that I had learned while doing this. No, that's what this is all about. But then it was just kind of uh, a multitude of posts just showcasing the designs that were going to be in the first launch yep. and continuously like answering and sending out messages. To people who had applied or that we wanted to shoot with us. I think we only did this to like two people though, that we actually like saw it after. But, um, and then like the week before came and we had the shirts in, we were trying to burn the screens, like pretty much up until the last minute, quite honestly. Wow. Because that's, that's the hardest part for us. And that's the part that we need the most help on is like actually we do screen printing. We do all of our stuff via like printing on a screen. I love it. And it, it's just kind of a difficult process when you don't have, like, the proper tools for it. Yeah. And that was one of the biggest, um, probably, hardships of even now starting starting the company and having it, you know, ongoing is one of the things from Cruises is that 
everybody kind of just assumes that you're a huge company. We <laughs> came out and we were successful with our marketing, I guess, or right. our social media. And so everybody that was following us or the people that weren't following us and just there to kind of talk down on us, all of them just kind of assumed we were a big company that had come from out of town to take over on the last console. None of them just assumed like, Oh, it's, it's two people that are actually sitting here printing these shirts themselves. Right. So that, that was probably the biggest issue is we had to live up to this expectation of being like a, just a factory, like printing out shirts one after another when it was actually just us two. Right. Your marketing was so good that people's expectations were way up there, and then y'all were tr- like forced to deliver, which is really du- really tough, but almost like trial by fire. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, it a, was that's very, exactly what it was. Yeah, you know, like motivating, and it, there were certain times where you know we got kind of worried because it's like all of these people are so excited and like they they don't know that it's just us two, you know, like making it like they think it's going to be this huge thing. And so on one hand, it was kind of like, I don't know, can we do it? Like, is it going to work? But then on the other hand, we were very motivated and it it pushed us to be able to get all these shirts out, like in a short amount of time, get them all printed and get them all, you know, to look the way we wanted. Right. Um, Like we have to make it it work. Yeah. So just so I have the timeline, uh, correct in my head was it first post and then all of the prep and creation or was it kind of like gather the screens get the designs then first post then execute um, it was a it was a mixture of both yeah in the fashion that I operate I have to as soon as I have an idea I need to act on it as soon as possible <laughs> okay I was so yeah I, I was just so excited to make that first like post because I, I just felt in my heart that it was going to be something big or yeah. at least to the level that I thought it was going to be. David so, had kind of came to me with the idea and I was a little bit nervous. Just, you know, I'm kind of cynical about things like this. I don't always expect everything to work out. We're right. Very um, optimistic. And it's like, yeah, anything we put our mind to will work, which is, <laughs> kind of the point of Las Cruces. Yeah. So he came to me with the idea and I was like, I don't know, like we're really going to have to work at it, you know? Uh, and then just immediately started working on the designs and how they were going to look and everything like that. And then once that first post had hit, we were like, okay, like we have to crack down we have to start burning the screens, getting everything ready. And then once we can anticipate how many orders we're going to get and how many people are going to be buying these items. Yep. That's when we started actually cranking out the actual shirts. Yeah. Which that's another thing that like kind of blew our minds was, um, I, I will be very candid about this part and I hope you're okay with this, Tina, but we had anticipated. Okay. So (laughs) we had like 400 people sign up for like our mailing list. Gotcha. So we were losing our mind. <laughs> we were like, first of all, like we have no idea how we're going to keep up with that demand. If it continues, and, right. like, we're going to even half of that, like right off the bat, we have to have 200 shirts made and that's insane. Right. So we made like so many shirts, like just trying to gear up for the initial launch. And 
even though the our launch still went like was still very much a success, yeah. And, like, well, our preschool and our launch were both like pretty big successes. Like it wasn't anywhere near like the two hundred that we were expecting. So it was kind of a weird thing to see, like from a marketing perspective, that like so many people were like, "Yes, I want this. I want, I want to be the first one to know about this." Yeah. And like hard, but he used our coupon code. Like there was, if you if you signed up for the mailing list, you got like twenty five percent off. <laughs> right. You if you had done it, but instead, it was just like everybody, everybody who was about the presale were kind of more of the people who really wanted it. It was, it was very strange. Like it's a hard kind of a estimate to try and get yourself to arrive at. Right. Right. That's interesting. Did y'all end up making more shirts than was necessary? Like at first? Yeah. No, we're still, we stayed up like actually like a full night, just like (laughs) pressing and like printing and heat setting the shirts in like my kitchen. (laughs) And we had made like some over 200 shirts and then we're just barely like kind of running down on them and need to make a couple more. Which is like better safe than sorry. Uh, but it's super interesting how it turned out. Absolutely. Well, and I mean, that's, that's kind of why we were so scared in the beginning is with, with how much we would actually need, because of course you're always going to have more support than people that are actually going to go and purchase something, which is fine. It's understandable, but that's where the kind of the, the confusion was coming from was we have these hundreds of people like commenting on our stuff all the time, for the mailing list and saying they're going to buy it. And so we're like, are these hundreds of people all going to actually buy on the first day or like, is nobody going to (laughs) buy? Right. And it was very much a matter of like, what's should we spend all this money on buying these shirts and printing them? Or should we wait to see if it's even going to be something? Yeah. So we end up spending the money making the shirts and we're still, you know, making sales every day. So I guess we're glad we spent that night printing up all those designs. Yeah. yeah. Right so on. A lot of, you know, the work. Yeah. I mean, first congratulations and right on. That's a really cool. What, what, I guess is the plan moving forward. Are you just kind of kind of living in this moment of still after the launch, kind of marketing, getting the word out there, uh, selling these shirts? Are there plans for uh, like new designs in the future, or to upgrade equipment, or how, I guess how are you going to practically move forward? Yeah, I mean, this is there's a lot to unpack there because yeah. we definitely have. Well, like I said, we're kind of operating two different um, right. companies at once. That, I mean, this is kind of the first time, like, because we're probably going to advertise this on Las Cruces, of course, because we want people to listen to it. This is the first time that people are going to know that we're connected because we had started it, like, not attached to us because we mm. wanted to keep up the idea out of right. ourselves. But as far as moving forward, like, a, a lot of what is being made from Las Cruces is of course going back into Las Cruces. Yep. So at the moment we are working on the biggest thing, like the biggest project is our next like launch. Like I'm not, I mean, our like our next collection. collection. Yep. Yeah. And so that's going to be like kind of the big thing that we're going to hype up or like ramp up to it sometime in June. And so in 
doing that, we are also kind of taking baby steps as to like getting our name out there, which is like getting our shirts in local stores, which we already have a couple of those lined up. Um, there's this, something really big in Las Cruces called the farmer's market. And that's kind of like our ticket. I feel like we can really solidify ourselves within the community. If we go to the farmer's market. Yeah. And of course, like we want to start producing content and stuff uh, mm-hmm. other than like photos for sure. Las Cruces stuff. Yeah. And also, a couple really, really big projects that we don't yeah. want to say too much about. <laughs> no worries. That's yeah. fine. Basically, as as a timeline, the next couple months, we want to be putting out slowly but surely each new item of our next collection um, so we can have a whole second collection out by the summer. Um, like David was saying, we want to have um, some content, just some like videos and some, some things to connect with that aren't just, you know clothing items or things to buy, but videos to watch and, you know, things to connect to like that. We do want to get more public. So it's not just an online store. So people can actually go out, um, see the clothes, touch the clothes, wear the clothes, buy the clothes, you know, which just as a side note, that is kind of like a big thing about our community is that it's a little bit like, we're not quite caught up yet. Like when I moved here, like five years ago, they were still playing songs on the radio that were like two years old. <laughs> so like people here are still very old fashioned. So we feel like in terms of sales, at least like, and getting our name out there, probably even, um, it'd be very beneficial for us to have like a physical type of like a pop-up shop or, yeah. you know, like a booth at the farmer's market where yeah. people can come and actually see like the quality and meet us and know that we're not horrible people. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's awesome. It's, a lot of good plans for the for de- we have the whole rest of our year lined up pretty much um so we don't want anyone thinking we're we're just done you get five t-shirts and that's it because we definitely have a lot more planned by the way um just in case any of our like people who follow us listen to this um that's the last of those t-shirts <laughs> like mm. once we move on to the next collection like that's it until they until people request to have them back get so, them while they're hot yeah, exactly. Yep. Love it. I love that you guys mentioned the farmer's market too because Madison, Wisconsin has a huge farmer's market on the Capitol Square and that's like also in my long-term plan. Like I want a booth at the farmer's market. It's awesome. Yeah, well, that's the thing is um, I think that's why farmer's markets are so um, just popular. Not, I mean, obviously they're awesome. There's amazing food, all these talented people. Like it's just a fun local thing to yep. attend. You know, but I think another reason it's so huge is because people like to see things and they like to feel things and they like to know that it's real. Yeah. Because that was big, another big issue we had starting up and that we still are kind of having is that a lot of people don't believe that we as a clothing brand are real. They think, I don't I guess they think we are scammers or liars or something. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of to add to that, I mean, I there's two reasons as to why like part of the idea from this actually came from another company that we won't name because they're not cool and haven't helped us out anyway. Um, in, in a neighboring town called El Paso that's in Texas. And they had this big like viral marketing plan where they did kind of the same thing that we did where they were like essentially just like had a repost for like a chance to be a model situation. Yep. And they were very successful in it, but we found out, very recently that like they are kind of like a scam. Like they have these like so many designs, but 
people take either forever to get their packages or they don't get their packages or yeah. mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like really sketchy stuff like that. And also like it was all mock-ups at the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. So people, and then again, that goes back to people not really knowing what we were, if we were a company, if we were nothing at all. Right. Um, just a matter of, you know, when you can't see it in person, how are people supposed to know what exactly it is? Yeah. Um, so that's we're we're super excited to get into the farmers market and to get in these you know these real in person stores so people can can see what they're looking at yeah like, and can meet you <laughs> two too that's what they're yeah all right so so I like to start I guess my advice asking super general and just say if what would you say to someone like myself who is looking at what you're doing. Uh, and, and thinking, you know, I want to do that as well. And you can get as, you know, specific, like, you know, buy good screens, or you can get as general as, you know, well, the philosophy behind this. So like, I don't know what, what general, what advice would you give? I think I would just say, um, do your research, look up all your options because there's not just one way to make something. There's a million ways. Mm. Look at, look at the different ways to do it watch a lot of videos, read a lot of articles of how exactly to do it, because you're going to be doing that a lot <laughs> and be prepared to make mistakes because there, there were a lot of times where both David and I, one of us would mess up and really just crumble. And then the other one would have to be like, no, it's going to be okay. Like mm. we have to keep doing this. Like there's hundreds of people that want these yeah. items. Like you we have to keep going. And then, the other one would crumble and the other one would have to say like, no, we have to keep going. So you can't, you know, mess up, even if you mess up five shirts or 10 shirts or just one shirt, you can't give up. Like, even if it seems like it's not going to work, you just have to keep doing it. Yeah. Um, Cause it, it's just one of those things where it's not even always a matter of circumstances being perfect or how good you are or talent or anything really like that. It's just a matter of that perseverance and having your plan in mind and just going along with it, even if it feels like it might not work out. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, from as far as like, I agree with a lot of that, especially like perseverance is definitely what's going to do it for you in the long run, because that's just, like like she was saying earlier, it's kind of how I like live my life. I don't know if I was raised that way because I don't think so because my parents aren't necessarily of that mindset. Yeah. But like you just have to keep chipping away at it until it's done. And this is a piece of advice that we always give because we've been asked this question a couple of times actually by like people who have been interviewing us for the same reasons. Mm. Um, it's that you, and it's, we hate saying it because like it's such like an obvious thing and it sounds kind of corny, but like if you don't do it, like it's not going to get done. Yeah. So the best way is to, like, of course, do your research, but then as soon as you have the knowledge in your brain to you, that you think is enough to start accomplishing what you want to accomplish, you have to do it. You know what I mean? Like, as soon mm. as you know how to burn a screen, if you have the funds, like, definitely buy a screen or multiple screens. By the way, pro tip on Amazon, there's, like, a six-pack of <laughs> really, really, really high-quality screens for, like, 90 bucks. Don't, don't buy Speedball. Um, <laughs> Noted. Find something that you believe in and that you want to represent with your clothing line and then do your research and then buy those screens from Amazon and then you know what I mean? Yeah. Just, Just do go it. out of your way to try and make it happen. Even if you mess up. And like, don't be afraid 
to ask for help either. That's a big oh, thing yeah. that, that definitely helped us because we say like, it's, it's just, you know, me and David just us too, but there were so many people that helped us. There were people that were sending us messages, just asking to make videos and commercials for us. And so wow. many people like offering to photograph for us and like, you know, like um, so obviously the hundreds of people being models. We had Oregon Mountain actually give us a screen press so sure. that we could make. Um, what? Yeah. Well, no, I was going to say, like, I was going to just tell the story essentially. Is that, like, we were just actually, like, pressing the screen to the shirts in the placement and then printing them like that and then just going. But they were, like, super kind enough to give us, like, their initial, like, screen press. Yeah. Wow. Like, yeah. And then it even got to a point um, on that night we were talking about that we stayed up the whole night to make shirts. My entire family had helped us make make shirts at one point. Like That's awesome. we were just over at my house, and all of my sisters and my mom and my dad, we were all just in the house um, printing the shirts together, like washing out the screens, things like that. So there's going to be times when you kind of do just want to do it all yourself. And because I'm like that, you know, you, you yeah. just want to show the world that you can do it on your own. And look at me, I'm independent or whatever, but there are going to be people, especially if it's a local thing that want to help and they want to get just the name of the city out there and show it as a, as like a, I don't, I, like a united community. Mm. Um, and you really have, out those people and help each other yeah awesome yeah collaboration is what's gonna get you far in any industry for sure for sure okay one last question because i'm super curious uh marketing tip maybe even a viral marketing tip i'm curious because you know obviously i want as many people to hear this episode as possible uh what do you recommend one of the biggest things that we do as either cut above the average or, and this is very like transparent and people might see through it now, but the thing is, is that what we like to do is constantly not rebrand ourselves, Mm. but very subtle, like changes or like hyping something up that will suggest that there's something like completely different or like new and fresh about our company. Mm. So in like terms of, uh, like, let's say our other, or let's use this as an example, I guess. Like, people obviously wanted to connect to this one idea. Yeah. Because there's, you know, there's this idea behind it that, like, anybody can make it out of a small city. And also, like, they like their, their city. Yeah. And want to support. Also agree with the message. So there's that approach that you can take to where, and also, you know, the modeling aspect of it. Like, everybody in this city is either, like, very heavily into photography or videography or wanting to be a part of that in some other way that isn't being the actual filmmaker or photographer. Right. And so there were so many people in here that in this town that wanted to support their hometown that on top of the love they had for the company itself and for the idea, but like behind the message, they kept reposting that. And then their friends would see that and then repost that. And then also like comment in our posts because they wanted their friend to get picked. You know what I mean? Like it was kind of like a chain reaction that like set off into this kind of, I don't even know what I would call it, but in terms of a podcast, which we have pretty decent experience with, um, with, with cut above the average, we actually do our own podcast. Right on. Not, not to sell from ourselves. Do it. But 
we were kind of, it's just called Cut Above the Podcast. You can find that on YouTube <laughs> uh, uh, at Cut Above the Average. But we had been doing this podcast and not really like advertising it to its fullest. And this has happened actually twice. And this is a marketing uh, tip, by the way. I'm not just going on a tangent again. <laughs> um, and, and I guess I'll go ahead and say it before I explain it so that I don't lose everybody. Is that you have to show people what you're doing. Mm. Because, like, with the example with the podcast that we were doing, no one was really listening to it because we would post about it, but never, like, super... Like, we'd, we'd tell you when we'd release it, but we never really just, like, you know what I mean... Mm. posted about it and one day like christina was just like home alone one day i think and just so happened to post like a story about it or oh no i think i posted on twitter about it and for some reason just because i posted i was like hey guys we do this thing like go look at it we had like so many messages of like new people who followed cut above the average but had no idea about the podcast wow who were oh my God, like, we love this. This is so incredible. I had no idea you guys did this. Like, this is amazing. Or another example would be, um, we now edit weddings for this other local production company. And that'll happen because Christina happened to be at home one day and took like a story on Instagram of her editing, like a, a tutorial that we were going to, oh no, a music video that we were going to put out. And she just got a job offer. And then we like interviewed like the next, week wow i mean and then if if you want to talk marketing that's what it is it's just you have to be really on top of it and that was our our biggest thing in the beginning is we had all our social media we had the facebook instagram twitter everything and then not only just having those and making posts we were constantly messaging people and constantly responding to comments. Yeah. Responding to every single comment on every single picture, responding to every message and keeping up with like until the conversation was completely over. Right. Even if it took, you know, um, and you know, David's really good about posting at a specific time and making sure that he's like saying all the right things in the caption that, you know, add interaction. Right. But, um, and then just like he was saying with, with our like personal stuff, um, you can have something out, but even if you're just like, oh, watch this, but you're not actually saying like, hey, we have this thing and saying that on every platform, not just the same platform like, it's on. Relatively frequently. I think that there was like the statistic that on Twitter, like the lifespan of a tweet is like 18 minutes. Wow. So uh, if you're which we still feel kind of guilty about it. So we don't do it as much. Like if you put out a tweet to say, like, like you say, you tweet out a link to this episode of the podcast Yep. and you tweet it once and then just like, leave it alone forever and hope that people keep seeing it. I'm like, it's very unlikely that past the 18 minute mark, unless you were to like retweet it yourself or have other people retweet it. Right. Like that people would see. So what, this is something that we want to implement and also want to give to kind of everybody else is that you kind of have to keep, posting either about the same thing or like cycle back to that original post that you want people to see because not everybody's on every social media platform at the same time. Mm. Yeah. Or not everybody's on every social media platform. That's true. So if you're posting one thing on one platform, you have to remember that you have to advertise it on a different one too. Cause just because, uh, Thomas and Sherry are looking at this on Facebook doesn't mean that Linda and Bobby are looking at this on Twitter, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just really 
just devoting your time to being everywhere all at once and making sure that you're interacting and that you're talking to everyone that that really gave us a lot of support was so many people were like I love how fast you guys respond to all your emails and messages and I love that you guys like are talking to us um, because we were, we were going out of our way to, even if it wasn't necessarily about the company anymore, just talking to people. And they were like, okay, like these, these people are cool. You know, they're not just trying to get our money. I guess that's that's (laughs) That's never what it was about in the first place. But of course, you know, anytime somebody sees a a clothing company, that's going to be their first thought is these people want our money. And we we just kind of wanted to show that that's not what it's about. Yeah. So really, and honestly, like we've learned this through everything that we've done is that I, I feel like it's kind of advice that you don't even have to say at this point. Like if you're getting into something for the money, there's absolutely no way that it will work out. Because if I had known how much, if, if all I cared about was making money through Las Cruces or Cut Above the Average, and someone told me like how much work was going to go into it, but I didn't care about like the message or anything like that, I would have absolutely not done it. <laughs> Because I would have been like, this is so not worth it if all I want is to eventually make some kind of a profit, like, way in the future. You know what I mean? So without that drive and, like, passion that we had for what we're actually working on, like, we wouldn't be anywhere. We probably wouldn't have even finished launch because it is a lot of work and it is a lot of dedication and it is a lot of following through and actually believing in, like, what you're trying to sell to people or, you know, the message that you're trying to provide. That is it for this episode. Uh, David, Christina, thank you so much for hopping on the phone with me. It means the world. And I can't wait to see how y'all continue to grow. Find Lost Cruces at Lost Cruces on Instagram, at Lost Cruces Co. on Twitter, and at LostCrucesClothingCo.com. You heard what David said. They're on the last of the shirts from the launch, so grab one. All of those links will be in the show notes at podcastsandsend.com. Keep up with the podcast at podcastsandsend on Instagram and podcastsandsend.com. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the favorite button if you like what you heard and you want to hear more. Follow my journey at Real Matt Andre on Instagram and Matt Vlogs on YouTube. So many plugs. Shout out as usual to Benjamin Banger. You're listening to his track, Church. Find a link to his latest album once again at podcastsandsend.com. Thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned for next week's episode with who knows who. So until next time, peace, love, and rock on. Today on the phone, we've got Christina and David from Lost Cruises Clothing Co. From Lost Cruises Co. Christina and David from Lost... (laughs) 